1: is going on colts nation welcome back to another episode of bring the juice your guy Derek uh bringing back zach for another episode here uh we're gonna go ahead guys kind of make some predictions here for our 53 man roster uh ironically enough as we're recording this zach tells me that 15 minutes prior to me asking (laughs) him to join he was doing it as well so He's got these names fresh in his mind. He's got it uh, down a little better probably than I do. But uh, we're going to go ahead and just kind of spew some names here, see who we got. Uh, We can start at the quarterback. I mean, Zach, I think we both agree. Anthony Richardson, Gardner Minshew, you know, those are going to be the guys that are going to be your two guys. I don't think anyone has any disagreements on that. We'll remind everyone that when it comes to the third quarterback rule this year, uh, the NFL enlisted the rule that on game days you can have a third quarterback on the roster, but it does not count towards a roster spot. So I don't think we have to worry about that, which is awesome. Uh, but now we move to the other side of things, and that's the running backs. Yeah, uh, This is where it gets interesting. Now, again, we talked about it uh, in the other video. I think you and I are in agreement on the four guys because Jonathan Taylor is not on the roster right now because of being on the PUP list. He is not currently needing a roster spot, but when he gets activated again, he's going to have to get put on there. So I think the four names we all agreed upon was Zach Moss, Deion Jackson, Evan Hall, and Kenyon Drake. Now... I do want to ask you because we're here, we're we're content creators. Let's have some fun with it. Which of these guys gets the boot when Jonathan Taylor comes, if he ends up coming back? Who do you think gets the boot?
2: Uh, I think there's no question for me. Kenyon Drake would be would, okay. would draw the short straw in on this one. Um, I think Evan Hall's clearly done enough to make this football team. Um, I think Deion Jackson also has done himself a little bit of good, in, in, you know, in this preseason through training camp. Um, Zach Moss unfortunately broke his arm or he would have been running back one probably throughout the whole, the whole preseason. Um, And I do expect, uh, I do expect that Jonathan Taylor will not be traded. Um, Maybe, maybe so. But I think ultimately that'll be the four that I would, I would roll with. And I would think that Kenyon Drake would be the one to get kicked
0: out. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed.
1: That's that, that's definitely interesting. I think that um, I think Kenyon could definitely be a better wide receiver in the receiving game than Deion Jackson. But I also think Dion Jackson as a pure power runner is yeah. a is a little bit better of a runner right now than Kenyon Drake in that system. So maybe that wins him points. I don't know. It'll be interesting because I, obviously, like I said, I don't expect any major cuts to happen uh, at this moment because of Jonathan Taylor, but it will definitely be a shock to whoever does get the boot because, I mean, again, Kenyon Drake, a very well-respected name in the NFL. A lot of guys really like king and drake the player and deon jackson i mean who you know a lot of fans really appreciate so it'll be and you know in who knows maybe somehow some way it's it's evan hall i doubt it but i mean <laughs> imagine the the shock of some people i think that everyone agrees that evan hall has probably looked like the best running back in this running back room since training camp started so that would definitely be a shock.
2: It would definitely be a shock. One thing before we get off this, I, I always look for when you're getting ready to these 53 man cuts. Anytime a veteran is playing late in that final preseason game, Derek, I always kind of put my antennas up. And you know, Kenan Drake obviously somebody had to play late. You had to give the football to somebody. He played a little bit later than those other guys. So I guess that's why I, I would I would assume that Kenyon Drake is going to be the odd man out if Jonathan Taylor does in fact come back and play football for the Indianapolis Colts gotcha
1: all right well now we move on to the wide receivers yep we got i'm gonna just say mine i'll say michael Pittman jr alec pierce isaiah mckenzie josh downs i'm gonna say amari rogers is gonna somehow make this roster because of his skill set and his potential to play special teams is one other one and then it's I don't know who the number six is. I'm going to go out on a whim and say it it could be Brashad Perryman. I think just because Brashad Perryman, who has had experience in the NFL and has that understanding of how this works. But at the same time, it's clear that the six wide receiver very rarely sees the field. So who is going to be a guy that is willing to play special teams and willing to ride the bench. I have no idea. I don't know where this coaching staff will look at that, but I mean, don't also be surprised if somebody like Jawan Winfrey or Tyler Adams or somebody like that, you know, is willing to be the special teams guy and they get the nod just because of that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I had five on my final cut and my fifth was actually a little opposite of yours. Clearly, Pittman, Downs, Pierce, and McKenzie, I think, are the four that are going to make the team. That fifth or sixth spot would be open. I went with Winfrey. I think he's looked really, really good in training camp. I think he's looked good in game. And beyond anything, he's been healthy, right? You just haven't had the health with with, with the Michael Strawn that you would you would hope to have. And it's kind of been the same song and dance with him. He gets hurt every single training camp. Um, Winfrey does have five years of experience in the NFL. And he's willing to play special teams. You made a great point earlier. That last guy is going to have to be willing to play special teams if he wants to get on the field, because the other four are going to be the guys who are going to be on the field, you know, 90 percent of the time. So I went with Winfrey, and those are the five I went with. Gotcha. All right,
1: uh, tight ends. Now this is where uh, this is where it'll stir some stuff up. Wow. I will say this: for all the Mo Ali Cox drama, to, if he actually doesn't get cut and this happens, it will be very interesting to see who they cut. My gut instinct tells me it will be Drew Ogletree that gets the cut and probably will just be on the practice squad. Um, But here's my four that I would like for to have is Kylan Granson, Jelani Woods, Drew Ogletree, and Will Mallory. You and I mentioned that several times on the other video, saying, like, this is the young nucleus of tight ends who are all athletes who all have body structures that fit a specific role. Now Molly Cox has a specific role with how he plays. The only problem is, is he's being paid so much money to play that role. And that role just doesn't quite fit the scheme of the offense, the way the Colts needed to be ran. So, I mean, you save $6 million by, Cutting this guy this year and letting these young, athletic tight ends go and take advantage of their their skill sets by doing that.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that's the four that I had to make the team. Um, you know, you're a little. It makes you a little nervous that you don't have a traditional inline blocker with Mo Ali Cox. But that being said, he's been hurt the whole training camp. There's no allegiance, and then you bring up a very very good point. $6 million is a lot to pay a guy who doesn't catch a lot of footballs and just hasn't been highly productive You know, um, in the NFL. He's been solid, but he's just not been highly productive. And I think you can really bet on the upside with, with a Woods, a Grants, and a Mallory and an Ogletree. Um, I expect him to hit somewhere with those four.
1: Yep, absolutely. Uh, now to the offense alignment. Yeah. Uh, I think we said we were going to have nine here for this. Um, obviously you have Bernard Ryman, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Will Fries, and Braden Smith. You're starting five. Now with Danny Pinter being out, this makes it, this list a lot harder to do. Uh, Wesley French, we know is going to be a backup in this, in this scheme. So that's six Carter O'Donnell, who's shown a lot of flexibility. So he will definitely be there. Uh, Blake Freeland, who you drafted to be a swing tackle, uh, he's going to definitely be there. I would have definitely said it would have been an easy nine if it wasn't for the fact that Danny Pinter went down and Jake Witt went down. Uh, That would have been our backups, but we don't. So that that would be eight as I sit here now. I don't think that any of the rest of these guys that are on the roster are going to stay on it. Uh, no. I think what's going to happen is is uh, Ballard is going to go into Tuesday with only eight offensive linemen. Heck, he might even say seven and may just roll the dice and say with the dozens of offensive linemen who are going to get cut this week yeah. uh, that he's just like, well, I'm just going to go out and choose from the batch of the litter because I, I think that I have some guys that would be better. I think uh, Emil, the undrafted free agent that we got from Alabama, is going to get placed on the practice squad because I think that after talking with Chris Ballard, I think he really thinks highly of him, but clearly he has a lot more work ahead of him if he wants to be a productive guy, so he's going to need some time. But I think it really is realistic that we only go in with eight guys, maybe even seven, going into Tuesday, and then ballard just signs like two of them uh next week when there's a bunch of guys that are free now
2: i couldn't agree more i have eight making the list you know obviously the starters but then you've got you know freeland french o'donnell as backups but if you're one of those backups minus freeland i think freeland's gonna make this spot if you're one of those other backups I wouldn't be confident and sleep very well Tuesday night, even though I made that football team, because you could very well the very next day, 24 hours later, be having a conversation about being cut the day after you make the initial 53, because I think Chris Ballard's going to be very active. And one thing that we haven't had in the past, Derek, I think is really important for the listeners to know in that waiver order. We're so much higher than we have been in the past because we drafted fourth this year. So, yeah. We're going to have precedent over most teams going for the best players left over. Um, We're going to have our chance to get an offensive lineman off the waiver wire, or who knows, maybe go out and finally sign, you know, a a veteran guy to bring in there. Uh, But I don't think that the, that the original eight will be the final eight. When we walk out there week one for our NFL season against the Jaguars. Gotcha.
1: I defensive line. Uh, I'll be completely honest, Zach. I know I have nine here as this list, but I honestly could see Ballard just doing a 10 marker when it comes to this because there's just so many defensive linemen, and you know how he is about his defensive linemen. Um, Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner, Grover Stewart, Samson, Ibukum. That's clear, night as day. Uh, Dio Dangbo is going to be that fifth one. I think Taekwon Lewis sticks around. I think that they are they just like Taekwon too much. Um, and then Eric Johnson, the second I can see being there, O Tommy gonna be in there. um and then, I'll be honest, I think that it's gonna come down to Alcodine or Titus, and I think that they may potentially have it to where uh, they might go with Titus, to be honest. I think that they might like his skill set more than Alcodine because I think Alcodine despite the fact that alcodine has been in the, in the NFL for quite a few more years. I just don't think there's as much higher upside anymore. You kind of know what you're getting with him. Uh, he's a backup at best, but Titus Leo might have a little bit different of a skill set. So I think that could be the surprise one on the ninth D lineman there.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it's kind of open game for that nice spot. Um, I had the same amount, you know, I, I did go with Lewis. I did go with Al-Kadid Muhammad um, just because he's more of a true pass rusher. He's really good in the run game. But, you know, if, if, if Leo makes this football team, I'm not going to be surprised not one bit. You know, even, you know, I mean, even Kareem, you know, has, has played pretty good in the preseason they could bet on one of these young upside guys as well. Um, he loves defensive linemen, so I would not be surprised if, if we're wrong on this number because sometimes he keeps a lot of defensive linemen on that initial 53. So it should be interesting to see what we got.
1: Absolutely. Let's go to the linebackers now. Uh, obviously, Shaquille Leonard, Zaire Franklin, EJ Speed, that's a God-given and I think the other given is Grant Stewart. Uh, you can't, you Literally. cannot look at what he's done in the preseason games alone and say that that dude can't be on the roster. Clearly yeah. is going to be. And he's a special team stud as well. So you know he's going to be there. The question is, is if they do that fifth linebacker, who is going to be the guy that's going to step up? Because I, I see it going down between... Alubi and Doman, because yep. I wanted Doman to make the roster yeah. last year. I thought he was good enough then. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do that this time around because both of them can play special teams. They both yep. have through the preseason, so I don't know what that's going to end up being like. Um, if I had to guess, I would say Alubi's probably going to get it because he's had more time on the field. And has done enough on special teams to warrant it. Um, And JoJo might just get lucky enough to be on special teams every once in a while. But I think JoJo's going to get kicked out for the second time.
2: Man, I don't know. I mean, I went with six. Um, I actually included all of them. I went with Leonard, Franklin, Speed. Stewart, obviously, uh, has proven he can be a a linebacker in the NFL. And I went with Dolman and Alubi. I, I just think that... We're looking for special team aces, and that's really the position that we've got a lot of them. Grant Stewart clearly can play special teams. Doman's going to make his career in, in the special teams. He's not going to be probably an everyday linebacker, uh, but what's going to keep him on football teams? And then Alubi, Luby, I'll say this. If they, have, if they only go with five and they choose between a Luby and Doman, I think they're going to go with a Luby because I think he's better on the field, and then you still get the benefit of him being able to play special teams as well. Um, so I guess Doman would be kicked out in that scenario, but for me, I went ahead and went with all six. Um, and we'll just see.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and like I mentioned, special teams, we know we have the three spots there, Matt Gay, Luke Rhodes, and of course, Rigoberto Sanchez coming back, but to finish off the defense, uh, we have six corners yep. and I would say definitely Dallas flowers, Daryl Baker, Jr. Kenny Moore, uh, Juju Brents is going to make it. Darius Rush is going to make it. And I think if you're going to go with the guy that has to make it is Jalen Jones because yeah. of all the rookie guys that you drafted, Jalen Jones has been the only one that is one remained healthy, two has shown any kind of ability to make plays one on one against wide receivers. So, I mean it. What I am not going to be surprised at the fact that uh, it's quite surprising that all three rookies are going to probably end up remaining on this roster. But I mean, as it stands right now, I think Jalen Jones is uh, is cornerback uh, is cornerback three on the outside right now, even ahead of Darius Rush and Juju Brents. Now,
2: I couldn't agree more. I mean, I went with those exact same six. I think. He just because he's played more, you know, he's had the benefit of being on the field and gaining that experience. And I think if they had to go play tomorrow, I think they would trust him more on the football field right now, just because he, he has had that opportunity to get out there and take those live reps. So, yeah, that was easy for me. I went with those those same exact six. I know, uh, you know, Tony Brown Jr. is a guy who can help in special teams as well. But I didn't. He just he just didn't quite make the cut for me here.
1: I think he'll probably end up remaining a uh, practice squad guy for sure cuz I think they definitely enjoy uh the energy he does bring. Yep. Uh safety-wise, we know the two uh the two guys that are going to start, Rodney Thomas, Julian Blackman, uh Nick Cross who's had a really good off-season. Outside of that, bro, I have no idea who is going to remain on this roster. Clearly, uh, Scott was supposed to be on this roster as the fourth safety coming into this year, but clearly got that injury, and he's going to be out for the remainder of the year. So I don't know who stays out there because, to me, Henry Black didn't look very good. Uh, If I had to bet my money on it of the other guys, this would be a situation where I think that another bunch of safeties are going to get cut and then the Colts yeah. are going to hold off on signing any of these other guys and then bring a few of them back. Now I think Denbo could potentially still be there just because of the special teams and how he does with us going forward. But I don't know if any of the rest of these guys make this roster. I really don't.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have five of them making the roster Just because of injuries, you know, we haven't had Blackman on the field a whole lot. You know, Thomas had a little bit of an injury. Obviously, I think Cross is a lock to make the team. Dimbo, because of special teams. And I went with Harrison Jr., uh, just an experienced guy, 45 starts. Because of the injuries in, in the past, you know, I think they would be much rather have an experienced guy be able to be a backup. And Dimbo Dimbo's going to really play that special teams role more than he is safety in my opinion this year, but you're exactly right. If if, if there's going to be a position that they're going to look to upgrade and get a better football player, some more talent, safety would be a position I I would be looking at as well.
1: Absolutely. I well, I think that's it for us when it comes to our 53 man roster. Uh, Shout out to all of you guys. Let us know in the comment section what you guys think. What's your 53-man roster? Leave your 53-man rosters in the comments below. Uh, And again, thank you guys so much for all the support. Shout out to Zach for coming on once again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always, go Colts.